listening to the Medic Materials Podcast, hosted by Mike Turek, Emily Yates, Kelsey Coons, and Gerard Cuomo. All our current EMS providers and educators with a combined 30 years experience. Each month, we discuss EMS news, medical science, and review actual EMS calls, bringing many educational opportunities to the listener. Portions of the calls have been altered to protect the privacy and identity of all involved. Hello and welcome everyone back to the Medic Materials Podcast. My name is Mike. I'm here with the uh, all panel of people here that, that uh, we're typically sitting with. Mm. I haven't introduced you, uh, Kelsey, as paramedic intern Kelsey in a long time. So oh. there you there are. We go. Paramedic <laughs> intern Kelsey's here. Uh, Gerard is uh, here as always. Mm. And uh, it's going to be a very special day for you, bud. Ah. And, uh, and mm. Emily is here. So we're sure they say the same thing to guys like you know on death row. <laughs> it was a really special day for you, buddy. Well, did you have a good breakfast? I did. Okay, so you're set. Right. You're set. You're set. Um, you brought the donuts, right? Yeah. So like breakfast. There's, there's even a more you know inviting mm-hmm. atmosphere. It's like I knew uh, something was happening. Uh-oh. Which you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> again, we left you and Kelsey in the dark. Shocker. We well, really are dicks. Do I know, you know what's what? happening? We're gonna start doing that to them. That's Kelsey. okay. I'm okay. That's with not that. allowed. Watch. Why not? Because that's our thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're gonna do a really interesting call review today. I it was my hope that we were uh, gonna be able to schedule uh, Lisa and Robbie uh, for the uh, the leadership discussion as we like kicked back off of the uh, off the call on the first of the month. However, with scheduling, it wasn't able to happen. I'm hoping that it will happen in uh, December. So we uh, we threw this together, and I think it's going to be a really interesting, um, you know, discussion. More so than the call review, I think the discussion that the call is going to lend is going to be really intriguing. So, um, Kelsey, let's do your rig check, and then uh, we'll get started. So, guys, in the month of October, we raised $100 to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. So, we donated nice. that. Woo-hoo. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Um, <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm just spreading COVID. <laughs> <laughs> um, very, very, very exciting news. As of the time that we are recording this episode right now, we reached a thousand subscribers oh, on the YouTube Holy channel. Shit. Wow. Yep. No way. Yep. I looked this morning and we are over one thousand fucking subscribers. Holy wow. Shit. Wow. Yep. So that's kind of frightening. I, it's yeah, the roosters even. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Wow. Like, literally. Wow. Uh, that shocked him too. <laughs> no, it, it is. It is by far the coolest, most humbling, you know, feeling that I have right now, solely because yeah. like. You, you think, you know, we've said 100 people, 500 people, 700 people is a lot of people in a room. Yeah. You think of how many, you know, people sit down and spend time, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, watching videos of me talking. It's, it's literally unbelievable, and I can't say thank you enough to everybody who actually took the time to hit the, you know, the big red button and subscribe. It's like three 747s full of people. Yeah, it's, it wow. literally is amazing. Wow. It is That's amazing crazy. and so humbling to me that wow. it's unimaginable. 
Also in other big news, um, in the link below, we are going to have, sorry. In another news. I did it in the wrong order. I should have saved that for the end. Yeah, you should have. Um, well, here's all the boring news, everyone. And here we go. In other big news, if you guys are out looking for Christmas shopping, whatever holidays you celebrate, down below is going to be a link for Leatherman. We now have two separate links, one for all of their tools and one for their Raptor shears. We do get a certain percentage of the money back of whatever purchase you buy, and it is no cost to you, so that really helps the podcast and helps us grow. Today, we've got a lot of shout-outs. We're going to shout-out our listeners in Taiwan and Wyoming, nice. Woo. Mm-hmm. our new Patreon listener, April, and our big shout-out goes to Josh from PachetteStudios.com. Now, if you can probably tell, we all sound just a little bit better. We got new microphones. Especially Gerard. Yeah. You yeah. sound glorious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you hate it. I'm going to turn my headset volumes down again. (laughs) We got some new microphones and a new little boardy thingy. A boardy thingy. I don't really know what you call it. It's an industry term. Pretty colors. (laughs) That is such a... Oh, my God. There's like this board that's got lights and like Pretty colors. shit all what over it. What is it called? It's called a soundboard. Well, we got this new soundboard and Josh helped us set it up. He's a really cool guy, guys, so if you have any questions of that sort, go to pachettestudios.com. Yeah, anything audio related. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's awesome. He's an absolute phenomenal human being. So, he's awesome. Um, so I have a very special uh, <clears throat> special thing to do for today. And I want to... I oh, wanna, God. Yeah, it's so <laughs> you, we all know my special surprises, right? They usually come in the, the forms of UTIs, wet bandages, <laughs> like all, you know... Hand blenders. <laughs> I was just going to say emulsion blenders, like, you know, but today I felt like being nostalgic for Gerard and I, mm. you girls may or may you, Emily might get the reference just because of who your husband is. <laughs> However, I am not going to present today's call. And instead, finally, 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 Gerard. That's awesome. <laughs> we need to save that. <laughs> so, Gerard, you are going to present today's call I review am. and discussion. And that I am so cool. excited that that, uh, cool. that Emily can sit there and not look at you right. for a change and be like, we'll say something, Gerard. So now we're get ready. ready. You. I know, <laughs> I know. Get ready for me. I'm so nervous. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you pointed it out. And I, didn't, I didn't even remember it. But, yeah, I, I did the very first one. You did the first yeah. episode. We were in the back room at work. Yep. Yeah. And I sat in the corner and That's I wrote right. down my questions. Yep. That's right. And <laughs> it, it has been 28 long episodes. Wow. And three Patreon episodes that Shit. I have led since then. So mm. I feel like it's it's time for Gerard to, uh, to spread the joy. Mm. <laughs> All right. Get ready for the worst episode you've ever heard. Here we go. Everyone's like, yes, this is the greatest. This is going to suck. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> Notice, like, my, my instant reply to, you know, Macho Man was, you know, oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, I was like, the little kid in me just went, oh, no, you, you got to say it now. You just heard it. All right. Stop it, no, it's Slim Jam. Right. <laughs> oh. oh, you got to put Ric Flair on there. Woo! Woo! <laughs> All right. Why don't we just have a wrestling well, we'll just show. have a wrestling, yeah, why not? <laughs> Screw it. <laughs> 
We've got off the rails already, everyone. Yeah, it's I was bad. Like, even my rig check was I falling apart. I, I, actually, I actually have a meme to show you. It's related to that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. A buddy of mine, he's a, a, <gasps> he's a Marine. He, uh, you know, the Marines, Marines are set. Uh, oh, we've got, yeah, shout out to the Marine Corps. Uh, I believe it's 246 years old. So happy yeah. birthday. Also, uh, happy oh, past Veterans Day yep. to all of our veterans. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Correct. Yeah. And happy future yep. Turkey Day. Should cover all our bases now. But Might yeah, as my, well. But my buddy, he sent me a... Uh, a meme and it was you know you know marine corps birthday we're going out you know to drink but we're not we're not going to drink too much and you know the top part shows you know a couple of you know guys like heading for a bar and then the bottom is rick flair and hulk hogan completely bloody <laughs> and it's like you know five minutes after entering the bar <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> all right so enough of the uh the bullshit it's fun bullshit <sighs> it's dazzling bullshit so, are we all ready? Oh, we're ready. Okay. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Okay. So, this is an interesting call. Um, not uh, not very skill-oriented, I would say. Uh, this is definitely more of a leadership um, type of thing. So, this one was sent in. It is for a 73-year-old male at a nursing home facility. UTI. It's a nursing home. It's a given. They have a UTI. <laughs> right. They were fine and 10 sepsis. minutes ago. Right. They're either yep. in sepsis or they have a UTI. They were fine <laughs> 10 minutes ago. And they were ago. fine 10 minutes ago. Or they're so. I don't know this patient because I'm not from this floor. Right. Hold I on. just got on shift. Or they're just dead and <laughs> they're <laughs> stiff. Yeah. But, but, they were, but they were fine 10 minutes ago. They were fine 10 minutes ago. I mean, right. Han Solo agrees, so yeah. we're good. That's true. Oh, somebody's down. Uh, the Punisher, he... Uh, he also agrees. He had an accident there. All right, so 73-year-old male, nursing facility. You're being dispatched for suicidal ideations. And the system we're in, it is a municipal uh, EMS agency. Uh, you send a truck with an EMT and a paramedic. Nothing special, nothing crazy. So uh, they apparently, they arrive on scene, and, you know, while they're en route, you know, they get the, the dispatch uh, information that the patient is uh, agitated and uh, being verbally abusive to the staff at the present time. I mean, if I lived in a nursing home, I would be too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> sometimes so I can't even be like, you know, he's in the wrong, because sometimes they just come out with these stories, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I would do the yeah. same thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I pissed right in her face. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I wasn't crossing that line, but... <laughs> All right, well... <laughs> well, we went there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I did actually have one that uh, threw a colostomy bag across the room. <laughs> oh. um, my yeah. personal favorite to this day was the guy who wanted to get his way. And when I asked him why he threw his walker through the window, he said he didn't throw it. He used it as a tool to get what he wanted. Ah. Nice. So, so so keep all these things in mind, right? These are, you know, actual geriatrics yeah. that are, you know, in a facility. Then these are, I mean, it. it, it I don't want to equate them to prisons, but I mean, yeah, they it is. You take they take all their rights away. They will find ways to do th- weird yeah. things. Mm-hmm. So, so just based on that, you know, we're en route. What what kind of things are you thinking about? So, my personal favorite, at least where where we work, actually, both counties that Kelsey and I work in, um, they always say like, "Oh, stand by," you know, for patrol. Which I understand it's for our safety. If I'm going into a nursing home. <laughs> the cops are not going to make that better. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I hate And that. a lot of times I the cops that. aren't even going to show up to a nursing facility. Yeah, Sometimes so, they right. will. But, you know, in the system now, you may or may not get a cop, mm. yeah. right, depending on the time. Um, but the old system that I used to work in, you never, like, uh, an MHL, you yeah. know, a mental health call or whatever at a nursing home, you weren't getting cops. Yeah, they were like, I got, I, I got eight shootings, sorry. Right, <laughs> exactly. They I were, mean, I guess I've been spoiled where I work. They but. were way too busy. Um, you know, you didn't stage. It was, hey, they're at a nursing facility. There's other people there to help you. Right. Um, you do it yourself. So I'm assuming we want PD. I think depending on the situation and depending on how well you know your police officers, too. Mm. Because and some of them are helpful and, and others some of them, them are not. Yeah, are some of them make it a lot worse. worse. And, okay. and really, again, thinking about it in a nursing facility, right? This isn't a private home. This isn't a residence, you know, or a grocery store or wherever. It's a nursing home. There's nurses. There's narcotics. There's me. There's other things there. I don't really need the cop. PDs, okay. yeah, and really not going to do much. I, I wouldn't... Like yeah. they, you're not wrong if you do it. it. You're not wrong if you don't. I don't think. Like yeah. there's no. Right. There's I just no, don't think I would use them. Right. I and would agree. I mean, I've been on one where you know you you go and they're agitated enough, and you walk in with a state trooper. Now they just got really. And the other thing, right. like think of this generation, and who knows what kind of past history they have. But if it's yeah. like a dementia or they have some psych, tr- you know, psych history, the cops really aren't trained in that. No. no, they don't really know how to handle that stuff. You no, can't just throw your weight and be like, "I have a gun, I'm going to arrest you." They well, don't it was, care. It was actually funny because the the, the the one was so out of control and irate, and the trooper was literally like like just pouring gasoline on the fire, and I was yeah. just like, I was cringing. I'm like, okay, I'm about to hear taser, taser, taser in like three <laughs> seconds, ain't I? You know. <laughs> but it really is like, how many times have we gone? You know to scenes where cops escalate things right. because they, there are a lot of really good cops, but their training is to diffuse situations and a certain way, a certain way. Right. Right. Well, it's not so much. Let's, let's <coughs> talk you down from the ledge. It's, right. Hey, you're going to do this and comply or you're not, right. or we're going to do it for you and make right. you comply. Exactly. And that yeah. dementia patient doesn't give a shit about that. Right. right. And they're still trying to figure out why happy days yeah. isn't on the air anymore. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Right? exactly. Yeah. And you know, the, the, the cops need to be cognizant of that. And that's why I think it's almost a hindrance to mm-hmm. have them at a nursing facility mm-hmm. specifically. Mm. Like, at a residence, that's one thing. Because, yeah. again, you know, we have in New York Plus State... we don't know what they've got in a residence. Well, right. Yeah. You know, in New York State, we have a 941 order where it's an order that allows the, the police department and the police officers to more or less put someone under custody for their mental health. So they have to go and get evaluated for 72 hours. Now, not a lot of places have that. However, the nursing facility has the same. Well, they have a two PC. Well, right. But they, they have, I was waiting for you to move your mic. Um, <laughs> Cause it was like, bang, 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 bang. Um, it's, I don't know. It's like, I'm moving too much. It's Sorry. okay. You're very fidgety today. Yeah. Um, Caffeine will do that to you. Yep. So the nursing facility. She'd probably bowl us like 500 mLs of fucking yeah. straight. <laughs> just be like, all right, I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> she nebulizes it for <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It just go. goes in the room all the time. Um, you know, the nursing homes have that same ability. So, again, you don't need the police to utilize that, at least where we are. 
And I'll agree True. that grandma can throw down, but I'm hoping some of those techs or nurses or whoever's there is going to help. <laughs> Probably yeah. not. Let's be real. <laughs> well, I mean, so the, well, there's a male, so I mean, even so more so, grandpa can throw down. Know. I don't know. Yeah, and, and I mean, honestly, it's just it's one of those things where yeah, I mean, a nursing facility. Uh, you know what? Yeah, no, I, I I think I'm good. I don't want anyone else there that's going to escalate the issue. Um, but yeah, definitely a, if a private residence or something like that. Yeah, I'm not not. We don't play because I don't know what people can get their hands on in their right. houses. So, um, yeah, no, okay. I mean, they can get that shit in a nursing home. Well, the problem, yeah, but they can't get a shotgun in a nursing home. Why? Pre-COVID, people just walked in, signed a book, and went to the room. Well. That is fair. That is, that and is, how that often are your nurses really in the rooms? That's also fair. Great. So now, I can just picture it now. Just going to be like a freaking nursing home full of like severely like dementia people. Armed. Fully armed. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Right. What would happen if we gave the dementia floor... Nerf guns. Oh. No, hold on, hold on. I've always wanted we to have that. listeners in Texas. <laughs> so, please, email the I th- I show. Think they, I think they issue dementia patients. <laughs> I, just, I just want the listeners in Texas to email the show and tell us if there are guns hanging on the wall in a nursing home in Texas. <laughs> I just want to know. Do us a favor. Do us a favor. And if there are, that's where I want to go. I right. want the picture. Yeah, tell me the name of the facility because that's where I'm going. When yeah. I, Damn yeah, Skippy. Start shitting my pants. <laughs> uh, he's incontinent, but he's armed to the teeth. Yep. All right. Why not? All right. So we're all agreed. Kind of right now we're, we're good with just yes. rocking and rolling. Yep. Okay. And, yeah, and this was dispatch as in, you know, it's an alpha response. It's not a nothing... Nothing, Nothing crazy. Major. We're not going lights and sirens. Okay. So we arrive on scene. Crew gets out. Uh, they take their first in bag. They go upstairs and uh, are met by a staff member. And this staff member kind of like runs out to them and says, and I quote, this patient is a real asshole. Oh. He has a history of violence against staff and is in the room yelling and screaming right now. They always say that, though. They have a history of violence against What did you do to them? Seriously. What did you do to them? So, I mean, did you not turn them and now they're throwing a cup of water at you? <sighs> yeah, I mean, it, it, literally. I, mean, I think we've all had this where yeah. you get there and they are going to come out and tell you all this gobbledygook about the patient you're going to see. And then you go see the patient and it's like, well, that, that's... That's completely not what it's I've got weird here. how well they behave when you treat them like a human. Right. Seriously. Yeah. No. <laughs> I would be pissed God's off if you truth. didn't feed me for three days. Right. Or left me laying in my own shit for two right. days. Yeah. Exactly. So uh Don't get old people. <laughs> Don't go into a nursing home. <laughs> Don't go into a nursing home, exactly. <clears throat> no. And and really, you know, the everyone listening is like, Yeah. I can see everyone right. nodding. Be like, Yeah, fuck yeah, that's how they are. Like because yeah. that's really how they are. <laughs> I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second. Dinger. I paused for it. <laughs> Working, I was so slow. I worked in a nursing home, and I'm not saying that these people don't care, but when you have one nurse and one aide and there's 40 total care patients, it's a lot. So I'm not, if you work in a nursing home and you're listening, you're like, I don't do that. I know you care about these people. No, I, I, It I, just I, does the system is broken. And I said, I get it. You know, they're, you know, understaffed doesn't even, it doesn't even touch it. It's, uh. Yeah, I mean, you, it's you, the whole system. The whole system's broken. Yeah, I mean, when you when your only nurse, what was it on the, on like one floor? I think you said one day was like 
Me. Yeah, you, and you had to give meds and stuff, and you could do nothing but give meds. You right. have to give meds, and then yeah. you have to feed them because they're all total cares, and yeah. you're like, oh, my God, these people are not eating, and it's right. my fault. And they're they're trying. Right. So it, I'm not faulting the workers no, totally. I get it. I get it. They sh- they're still at fault. But, but there are some that are, yeah. I didn't call because somebody was being an asshole yelling in a room, so. <laughs> okay. So the paramedic asked the uh, staff member uh, if the patient has threatened to harm himself, and they stated that, yes, he did. Of course they did. They wanted him to get out. How and why? (laughs) So they can hear there's kind of like a, uh, you know, there's some noise coming from the room that they're going to. Uh, It was described to me as uh, you could tell the guy was speaking in a tone of voice that everyone could hear, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't necessarily yelling. And it didn't sound all irate. so That, like, s- stern dad voice. Right, yeah. He was just kind of yelling, a, well, you know, a few obscenities here and there were coming out, uh, which you could definitely hear down the hall. That's what they were saying. So <laughs> uh, as they make patient contact, they see the patient is sitting on the bed. And he is in the process of calling one particular staff member uh, quote, a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So my question to you guys, that's what you just walked into. How are you going to address this patient? My what first are you thought going is, what do? did he do? The staff member. We don't know. You just we walked yeah. in and, and all I'm you sure heard is, you're a real you. piece of shit. And I'm okay. sure he'll tell you. Well, I mean, that's probably how I would be like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Um, Who's the piece of shit? Let's right. just clarify. And can you leave? Yeah. Um, is it you? Oh, oh, it is you? Okay, well, yeah. go. Let's, let's remove the shit from Let's the, remove uh, the equation. shit. Right. Um, and so, really, and that's really all you have to do, right? If you see somebody, well, if you, if you see somebody, you know, that is clearly upsetting yeah. your patient, right? It is in the best interest of us. It Everyone. is in the best interest of the patient. If you remove them. Oh, I, I forgot to mention that, yeah, there were, uh, I think they said four or five staff members in the room. So now and, like, picture so this. It's, it's not just a one-on-one thing. There was, like, a, yeah. they were surrounding him. So yeah. now you're stressed, overcrowded, you're but already upset. And picture this. You're sitting on the bed, and there's four people standing over you. Yeah. 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 You're, you're, you're because you know they, going defensive. Right. Yeah. And right. you know That's they're in a defensive, like, you know, they're getting yelled at, so they're already defensive. Just exactly. like anybody would be. Right. No one likes to get yelled at. We already, you know, are going to cross our arms and take that defensive tone yeah, and be like, yo, yo, shut up. Like, hell, I'd probably stand up and be like, hey, hey I'm taller. Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, so but those escalate that. Some of bit, us don't know? have that advantage. <laughs> yeah, <to Gerard>. <laughs> <laughs> but are the, but like you said, Gerard, are those are those the type of uh, activities and fronts that we want to make in this situation right. I mean, and, and escalate it and become one of the bad guys? Or do we want to be like, whoa, 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 like just let's chill out here. What's going on and be kind of that, that sense of calm in the room. Right. So how, how would you address this patient? You just walked in. There's the patient. What do you say? I think you can use the, you know, piece of shit towards your advantage, befriend them by removing whoever that person is and use it towards your advantage. I mean, there's no telling that he's not going to turn That's against o- you. Yeah, the old olive branch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you remove that one or two people. You've already got four in there, plus your partner. How many people do you really need crowding mm. this old man? 
I also think you have to be conscious of how you're presenting yourself. You're not going to want to stand up there with your arms crossed, standing over him, you know, like get down to his level, soft-spoken voice. Maybe sit on the chair across right, from him. Sit, right, mm-hmm. get out of arm's reach. Don't be where he can kick or punch you or anything. But or like throw shit at you. But like, I mean, you're in the room. You're in firing range. But like get down to their level, pay attention, sure. and talk to them. Yeah. Like, like I always say with my uh, EMT students, what I always say, kneel before Zod. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, you know, um, I, I have a sound effect that I really want to use, so I'm going to plug it here. I would walk in and immediately yeah, drop the fucking air horn. <laughs> oh, we I'd should carry like, air horns. Shut up. Everybody great. shut up. Oh, that'd be so perfect. So, so now, with all that being said, now take that step back. You have it under the room. You're about to open the door. And you've already been told this guy is a complete asshole and he's violent. Now walk into the room. You've got a preconceived notion in your head what you're walking into. Right. So you're already defensive at that point, waiting to be confrontational. Right. This guy's an asshole. Right. But I also think that you have to take all that with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? People are going to come up to me. People can go up to Kelsey and be like, oh, my God, stay away from that nurse. She's a bitch. Okay. And I'm like, oh, it's just Emily. Yeah. But again, <laughs> they're 100% correct. That's if you have that, you know, that relationship, you know who they're like. If this was a frequent flyer, right? right maybe we could say, oh, yeah, like, okay, the staff says they're an asshole every time they call right. and they are and the we, sweetest yeah. piece of pie right. in the world and just whatever. Yeah. I don't know if this was a frequent flyer. I guess I just encourage you to make your own opinions. Like, Agreed. I'm not going to take that. And say, like, oh, they're violent, like, yeah, whatever, and and just, put, you know, I'm going to keep that in my mind and make sure that I'm safe and my partner's safe, but I'm also going to give him a chance. Right. Until you do something to me. Yeah. I think it also depends on, like, knowing the facilities and where you work at. Because, like, the nursing home in our district where we work, if they come out and they're like, oh, he's a jerk, I'm like, okay. Everybody's a jerk. Everybody's yeah. Everybody's a jerk. Every fucking patient here. So, like, I think it also depends on, is it a facility where you can really trust that the nurse is coming out and being, like, He's really douchey, or is it one of those things that you can just roll your eyes because every patient is the biggest jerk on planet Earth? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, or, I mean, seriously, just don't get the preconceived notion in your head. Yeah, mm-hmm. make your own anyone, opinion. Yeah, anyone comes out, hey, oh, this dude's an asshole. This, uh, okay. Me okay. too. Thank okay. you. Great. Thank you for the right. information. Um, okay. Take it, put it in the back of your head, right. like M said, and just move on. Absolutely. You yeah, know, and uh, honestly, whenever somebody comes out, especially at nursing homes, like, oh, this patient's uh, Okay, whatever. Yeah. I, 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 that, that is completely useless information. Every me. person in the world can say that every person in the world is an asshole. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, why are you talking to me? Why aren't you getting me his packet? How Seriously. Yeah. You know, yeah. Do something useful. I don't <laughs> think I would go that far, but because uh, now you're the asshole. <laughs> yeah. You were aggressive to them. You talked aggressively. Uh, yeah. Uh, we need PD to the scene. We're, not, we're not, we're not going to talk about the time that I went to a nursing facility and was told the patient, started getting stroke-like symptoms on Friday, and I looked down at my watch, and it's Wednesday. <laughs> oh, my God. Were you in Back to the Future? That was when my EMT told me, I need to go sit, and you need to go sit in the ambulance, and we got this. Kudos to the EMT. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Great I, leadership. Yeah, yes. wow. I was... Wow. Like I said, I'm, I'm a human being. I'm usually really, really, you know, calm and all that, but uh, wow. When I heard that, I lost my shit. I would. Yeah, I would too. She, she's literally le- you know, leaning off to one side, drooling on herself in a wheelchair. Aww. And I'm just like, and nobody. Nobody cares. <laughs> and nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I literally, I, yeah, I was a loss for words. I'm like, 
I answered, wait, fri- you said Friday? Yep, yep, Friday. Wow. Okay, you don't guys don't give any reports to each other? You don't call? You know, n- n- not nothing, right? And I just... I just got back I from vacation. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I was. Oh, I'm not I, from they, this no, floor. They, I don't know this the, oh, I, Well, I, I don't usually work on this side. Oh, my God. <laughs> I lost it when she said that. And I was like, yeah, that's why EMT's like, dude, no, just go sit. <laughs> go, we'll, we'll bring her out. <laughs> Great leadership yeah. on that yeah, uh, EMT's part. Yeah, no, it was, it was, yeah, it was good. So, back to this guy. Now, I'm trying to formulate my thought here. I wish that so. Where's the crickets? Okay. So, okay. Well, no, no. I was giving Kelly Hold a on. chance to talk. So, <laughs> so, no. I'm trying. I'm trying to. Okay. So, I'm, I'm remember. I'm also going on how this was described to me. They were saying as they were, as they're trying to assess the patient, they're trying. You know, they they make patient contact. They address them. Hey, you know, we're from you know so and so. We're you know we're with the ambulance. You know, what's what's going on? He's t- the patient would start talking to uh, the paramedic. And the staff would start butting in. Nope, shut the door. They would just, like, he, he would try to start answering something, and a staff member would chime in. Mm-mm. And as they would chime in, the agitation level was going up. Absolutely. Well, how annoyed would you be at that? Yeah. I just want to get a sentence out, and you won't even let me fucking talk. Right, and who the heck knows if they're trying to change the story. Right, exactly. You know, he's like, yeah, they, you know, totally put a finger up my butt, <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 he just didn't eat. <laughs> like you know, who the well, fuck? The well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> and we know because we put our finger up his butt. <laughs> it's only like ten a.m., guys. Oh my god. Hey, at least I didn't say what I wanted. This the first, my first retort I had to get refiled because it was it would have been bad. I'm like, man, they didn't wiggle their finger. No. <laughs> oh! But I think there gives a really good opportunity. You're kind of hesitant to separate you and your partner because, you know, in the back of my mind, I know this person potentially could be violent. Mm -hmm. If they haven't shown any behavior, I'm going to leave somebody in the room or maybe two people in the room, not a staff member, and I'm going to take everybody else out. I want to know what staff has to say, but more importantly, I want to know what this patient has to say. Okay. And so I'm yeah. I'm taking staff out completely and shutting the door. No, They're right. not allowed in here. Prime opportunity. Opportunity. Amper. <laughs> Buzz myself on that one. Opportunity to become an ally to that patient and figure out like what's going on because automatically then you're on should be on their good side. I am and glad. not for nothing, you're there for the patient. Your job is to advocate for them. I don't really give a fuck what this nursing home says or what they say. Well, you have to take. I don't have to do jack shit, and this mm. patient doesn't have to do whatever he doesn't want to do. I'm there for the patient. I always tell my EMTs, if, the, if you do nothing else correct, you need to be a fierce patient advocate. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you guys went down that path because that's exactly what the paramedic did. The paramedic decides, like you guys said, uh, yeah, this is way too much of a crowd. And he orders all staff members vacate the premises, stage left. <laughs> Everybody out of the room. Okay? So now it's just... Paramedic, patient, EMT. And he begins to talk to the patient one-on-one. Patient is initially still a little agitated. Paramedic basically reassures, hey, I'm with the ambulance. I'm not, you know, I have nothing to do with this place. I'm not them. You know, I'm here for you. 
You talk to me. Tell me what's going on. Patient immediately starts to calm down. And Weird how that happens. Right? Imagine that. And starts talking to the paramedic. And the paramedic asks all the pertinent questions. So he says, look, I'm gonna, I have to do a, a quick medical assessment on you. And you know, we'll go from there, okay? Patient agrees. Paramedic performs a, a full assessment. You know, fine. he's uh, alert and oriented to person, place, time, and event. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it, this was not a dementia patient. The, he's in a nursing facility because you're trying to tell reasons. me that nursing home patients know what date it is. Yeah. Right. Uh, you funny, don't know what date it is. How that works? I don't. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> there are the few select people that truly are A and O times four, yeah. and it's like, oh, I don't look think at that. I ever ask the day because they can tell me the day, and I couldn't tell them if they were right. Yeah. Oh. If they get the month right, I count it. Yeah. So I mean, he, he apparently was perfectly alert and oriented and no issues with ABCs. Everything was good, good. His vitals were, you know, pretty much on par with what, you know, you would expect is uh, BP. I believe they said it was a slightly elevated, was like 140 on 90, which you would expect. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, heart rate was like 90, something like that. Uh, no other major issues. They did do a BG. Oh, bless. BG was found to be 100. Wow. So that's, I like this you know, everything was normal, normal. No big deal. <laughs> so, the pa- yeah. <laughs> well, you know, hey, if someone's agitated, I know. I, I've been to, I've been yeah. in many, many calls where I don't know why they're freaking out and, you know, throwing shit around the room. Okay, well, shit, their BG's 32. Okay. Right. Oh. And we don't know, right? It's yeah. a legit reason to do a, bl- uh, you know, a BG. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, you're being called for someone who's not know, acting normal. Not yeah. Acting. I would say that that is not acting normal. So, yeah. yeah it's I agree. So, uh, yeah, uh, but all throughout the uh, the assessment, he was very cooperative, uh, answering all the questions. No foul language was being used anymore. Uh, every it basically just calmed right down. So then the paramedic then asks, does he want to kill himself or harm himself? And the patient responds, no, I do not. So the paramedic then asks, do you just want to get out of here? And the patient responds, yes. That's why he that's why he was going at it with the staff or whatever. He just wanted to get the fuck out. And I, I guess he knew that saying something about killing himself it, would it get gets him the out. door open. Right. And that's what that's what it was all about. He wanted out of the nursing home. So the paramedic says, you know what? I'm going to make it happen for you. And walked him out to the cot, put him on the stretcher. Yep, we're going to go to, you know, I think it was a facility that was like, you know, 20, 30 minutes away that had a psych uh, uh, ward to it. So, um, you know, no, nothing crazy. No lights and sirens or anything like that. And they took a nice leisurely drive, calm, calm yeah. drive to the hospital. Where the he, quintessential ambulance taxi ride. Yeah, where he literally, he was just pleasant the whole way and... Got in the room and, and he, pleasant to the nurse and everything was happy, happy. He talked to people who cared. Seriously. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Yeah. So I would then ask thoughts on this one. You know, he made his his needs known. Nursing staff didn't give two shits. Mm-hmm. And he got aggressive. Yeah. The EMS came in. He makes his needs known. And they work to, toward the goals. Imagine right. that. And I he mean, calmed right down. 
Yeah. And I, he should go and, you know, or the patient, I don't know if it was a guy or a girl. It was a male. Male. So he should go and talk to somebody, see if they can come up with coping mechanisms or, you know, a different plan than to scream. Because every time you don't get your way, you can't yell at staff. That's not right. going to work out. So there needs to, there needs a game plan. But yeah, along the way, it was found out that yeah, he did say, like, uh, he was going to kill himself or he was going to do something. Sure. And that's what got them to, and, and that's legit. Like, he wanted to, he didn't want to hurt himself. He just wanted out. Get the fuck out. to right. get out of the facility. Yeah, I would yeah. too. My so. chest would hurt every fucking day right. if I lived in a nursing home. <laughs> I can promise you that. I would be that patient yeah. that everybody's oh, calling yeah. BS on, but they still fuck can't yeah. say it. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn, it's just right Emily words. again with her fucking chest pain. Right. <laughs> that, you call, the right words. that you Myself. call the building themselves <laughs> like you, you got the ambulance on speed dial. By but, the way, I want this crew and not the other one. So uh, the reason I wanted to talk about this particular call was I was thinking about it, and, you know, after I read this one, I was like, you know, this, we don't really talk a lot about geriatrics, mm-hmm. and not necessarily how to treat them, but how to deal with them, you know? I mean, like they're people? Yeah, oh, but th- you also that's have the to simple, <laughs> simple correct answer but it's almost more than that because you know you go in and like i'm in the worst habit and i'll be like oh it's okay hon like don't worry about it sweetie like i always use those names because i can't remember a name to save my life but if you look at it from their point this child is talking to them like they're a child and that can be super disrespectful for these guys it's always Mm -hmm. ma'am and sir right so like i i make a conscious effort i fail every time but like Mm. but i think that's the majority of all of us right because i do it all the time and have to remind myself, right. sir, ma'am, yeah. you know, especially like if I'm really bad at asking their name in the beginning, yeah. wow, I introduce horrible. myself yeah. and yeah, then I'm same. just into it. And then by the time I'm like, oh crap. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? Now, who the fuck? What, now it's awkward. Now, right. right. Like, I'm sorry. I totally, you know, fucked up. I didn't ask your name. What is your first? I'm sorry. I usually have to go back to like the, what, I'm sorry. What would you like to be called again? Remind That's me. That's why I hope yeah. it's on the outside of the paperwork. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, oh, seriously, God. right? <laughs> it doesn't help when they're in a residence, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> then you're like, damn, I hope I find a pill bottle. Right. Um, <laughs> and it's theirs. Quickly. Right. <laughs> Hi, Josh. Oh, I'm sorry. Keith. No, that's sorry. the guy I bought it off of. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it, it truly is, you know, one of those things that EMS has to get better at it. And yeah. we all fall into the trap mm-hmm. of, you know, not calling them by sir, ma'am, Mr., Mrs., whatever, you know, or even just their first name. Like, yeah. figure out, hey, what do you want to be called? Right. I mean, How it's, can it's I address you throughout this call? Right, yeah, what would you like to be? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's one of the ones I, I fall back to is, is – what would you like me to call you? Yeah. You know, especially after I, you know, get their first name, you know, and, and you know, Robert, right? You like to be called Bob, Bobby, you know. Right. Bobarino, what do you want to be called, <laughs> you know? Um, but, no, it, it's... Do you transfer your patient over and tell the nurse <laughs> that this is Bobarino? <laughs> <laughs> no, th- so... <laughs> I actually always tell my nurse that, like, oh, this is Maureen, but she likes to be called Momo. Right. It, that's yeah, exactly, no, exactly what I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I literally just did that with, you know, with a recent patient. Yeah. They They... For the entire call, the wife introduced him by his middle name. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, that's his first name. So I wrote it down on the paper, and then she's like, no, 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 that, that's his middle name. I was like, okay, so what's his first name? And it was completely and utterly different. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, okay. So when we got to the hospital, I was like, yep, this is so-and-so first name, but he likes to go by his middle name such and such. And taking a report from that, that's so helpful to me because they'll be like, oh, this is, you know, first name, last name. And you see people write down like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to get a name band that has that on it. Right. I want to know what he wants to be called or she. Yeah. I don't 
I don't care what their yeah. legal name is if that's not what they want to be called. Absolutely. I was going to say, I mean, it, it, it's, it's kind of a generational thing. Yeah. Where I think, not that I'm trying to shit on, you know, the, the, the more recent generations, but. But I will. But it's I okay. Will. <laughs> Permission there is, given. There is, there is a definite uh, lack of teaching. Respect. Respect for elders. Yeah. Yes. Uh, whereas I would say, I mean, I grew up in a multi-generational household. And like I, I always joke around with y'all. It's, uh, yo, yeah, when I was a kid, and you know, it could be you know 1989 outside, but the moment I stepped inside my house, it became 1955. <laughs> 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 so uh, you know, it, I kind of got that, you know, ingrained in me early on. But I don't think a lot of people uh, today have that, especially the younger, you know, the younger crowd. And um, it, I think a, a, a call like this that can definitely come out. And mm-hmm. and not be a very good thing to, uh, you know, that could almost put you back, yeah. back, right, right. Like you now might be the piece of shit because right. you're because like, hey, dude, respect. what's going on? And Why am right. I here? They're not feeling well, respect. Fuck you, and man. I was yeah. just right. gonna like, say, like, think about when you're going into this and you're like, "Why are you being? You know, why are you acting like this? Why are you being a dick? You yeah. didn't even get his story. You're automatically assuming him, and now this guy sees this young, you know." Punk? I would Piece hope of shit. that we are all younger than these people, right. um, <laughs> these patients. But you see them, and you're like, "Well, what the fuck does this punk want?" You know, and now right. he already has a target on your back, right? Because you know what? That's a gr- that's a great point. Because you may ha- we were talking about preconceived notions walking in. What about the preconceived notion as we walk in on their side? Right. Yeah. They exactly. Turn and look, they see you know? these kids walking in. Right. And oh, here comes a punk asshole going to freaking tell me what to do. Right. You know, I've mm-hmm. been around. The, I've been around the block. You know, more than freaking. Yeah. Yeah. Who, right. who the fuck are they? So yeah, no, that, I mean that's a great point. You know, so understanding that you know they could have that mindset. You know, yeah, th- th- you just gotta have that respect. And like we said, you know, they're humans. Just talk to them. Yeah, right. Be respectful. You know, especially the older generation, they they really appreciate the, you know, hey, uh, you know, hello, sir. You know, mm-hmm. how's it going? Right. My name is Gerard. Well, people what's, are what's my favorite. On? Because, like, there's so much you can talk to them about. Mm -hmm. Even, like, the dementia patients have some crazy story that they want to tell you, whether it's true or not. And I've also found, I mean, believe it or not, uh, whether you're you're into history or not, uh, you know, having a little bit of understanding of history, uh, you know. It can go a long way. It goes a long way. You have a frame of reference where... You could have, uh, I mean, let's face it, a lot of these old timers, they were all vets. Yep. Yeah. A lot of them were vets. And oh even, my God, and yeah. even you know? if you didn't want to talk about, you know, bad things. Right, right. You know, like, oh, hey, yeah, I see that you're a World War II vet. Tell me about Burma, you know? Well, like, right, yeah, right, you don't, you don't right, need to do right. that, but. Right, tell me about the death road, you know, wait, right. what? <laughs> but, you know, and, you know, it. it there, there are opportunities to talk about such cool things. Yes. You know, like, y- if you know, hey, this guy, you know, lived in Nevada in the 50s. Right. Oh, what was hey, Vegas like What was then? Vegas like? That must like, have been right. awesome, you, you know? know? And no, absolutely. You know, yeah. I, I, like, I had, a, um, I had a guy who was, he had a fever. The family was freaking out. Oh, he's, he, you know, he's in bed. He's got a fever. He's weak. Okay. Well, he's not feeling so good. They want him to go to the hospital. Okay. No big deal. He's does not want to go. As I was walking in, I saw a hat on the hat rack, and it was a navy hat. It was a ship. It had the ship's name, you know. Mm-hmm. It was like CV thirty something, you know, USS you know Essex or something like that. And just from what I know about history, I I, I you know I'm a history buff. I like to read books and stuff like that. And 
I knew that, oh, the, the SX, that was a, that was a you know, World War II aircraft carrier. Okay, he's 80-something years old. Okay, he's probably a World War II vet or at least a Korean War vet. You know, so, okay. So I'd walk in and introduce myself. We're talking, he, I don't want to go, don't want to go, and all this stuff. Okay, well, let me just check you out while I'm here, okay? Sure, no problem. I start doing my thing, and then I'm like, so, uh, you were on the, uh, the Essex? Yeah. Oh, what years were you on the Essex? Oh, this and the other thing. Oh, what'd you do? Oh, I was a uh, you know aviation uh, machinist. Oh, no shit. So you worked in a, you know on the flight deck or or below deck? Oh, you know below deck. And we got into this mm-hmm. wonderful conversation, mm-hmm. and he was just going on and on about his time on the aircraft carrier. And I was like, okay, I'm I'm done with my evaluation. I, I would really like to take you to the hospital just to let them run some labs because I can't do labs here. You know, they can draw some blood and and see what's really going on and maybe get you some antibiotics. He's like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And we went in the back. And now this is legit BLS call. Fuck it. I wrote it in. Why not? You I'm already talking to him. Yeah, him and I are not? talking about the aircraft carrier all the way. Yep. You know, and it was great. But how many times do you think that that man talks about that? And that is the majority of his right. life. That is always going to be yeah. front and center in his mind. And he lives with his family. Like, they don't talk about that all the right. time. That must be so exciting for him. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think because about to that. them, it's yeah. just, you know, just grandpa who just did that. Like, right. And whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah, They've it, heard it before, or they, you know, they oh, it's all about something story else. Again. Right, exactly. Right, yeah. They roll their eyes. But yeah. for somebody who's interested in hearing that, that must be so exciting for this oh, gentleman. Oh, yeah, he lit up, and it was yeah. he was a completely different person. Yeah. yeah. So, you I know how it. I always say, like, it, we are we are detectives of medicine, right? Well, one of, the, one of the key things that I always do when I'm in anybody's house is I look, mm-hmm. as Absolutely. soon as I walk in the door... Yep. I am looking at everything. I look pictures. at family pictures. Oh, yeah. I look at knickknacks. I look at this, that, the other thing. Like, is there a I'm dog? Like, I, I, right, know, like I know I, it sounds kind of, kind of, I don't know. Creepy? Sounds bad or creepy, but like I'm always looking for a way in. Yeah, same. yeah. You know? I need a conversation piece that's going right. to get them to open up to me right. in some way, shape, or exactly. form. So, right. like, you see a family picture, like, oh, you know, your family's beautiful. Who's mm-hmm. in that picture? And boom. Yeah, and for me, it's not even just the hey, you know. There's sm- you know, everyone has pictures of smiling faces in their house. It's what's behind them. Yeah. You know, yeah. where was where, this? Where was that right. taken? You right. know, like, oh, you see a ski resort. Oh, I, I saw that picture out there. Where was that taken? That, yeah. was a, that looked like a really cool, uh, yep. you know, ski yeah. resort. You know? Right. And, and then even boom, you're in. And, you know, even if you are going to have one conversation with this person for 40 minutes from the time you meet them to the time you drop them off, that's okay. Yeah. Like, you, you can fake it until you make, like, right. just act like you care. Yep. Smile listen, and nod. Exactly. Listen, but actually listen. Don't dive into your chart, you know, because don't again, sit there in your phone like, yeah. uh huh, uh huh. Please right? don't do that your is, chart. That is literally the worst thing that you could do for yeah. the this type of generational gap yeah. is go into your tablet or your phone or device or whatever. Or paperwork. It doesn't matter. Like, right. don't sit in the captain's chair, sit next to them and talk to them. Right. Like, I, they were raised in in person communication. Yeah. Right. Eye contact, speak to yeah. them, right? Yep. They sat at the dinner table and spoke to their family right. every there single night. There were no night. cell phones. They're, they're <laughs> right. right, exactly. Like, yeah. They, you know, they wrote letters to you people. You didn't text your mom to pass the salt. Exactly, yeah. right. <laughs> and and I think we lose, like you said, there's a generational gap. I think yeah. the younger crowd loses that, mm-hmm. you know, and we're, oh, yep, they're on our stretcher. We're done. Right. And then we dive into our yep, tablet and we start die, doing our So I'm going to start typing. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and then halfway I'll be like, oh, you're still feeling okay? Okay, good. Right. right. And how impersonal is yeah. that? Yeah. So now you have this guy that you just, you know, miraculously saved 
from a shitty situation in the facility. And then imagine if this paramedic or EMT or whoever went into the truck and was like, okay, I saved your butt. I'll now see I'm you in 40 minutes. Like now I'm going to chart. Yeah. chart. Or you know my favorite is they'll be like, well, let me know if anything changes. It's not their fucking job to right? assess exactly. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my monitor. Just let me know if, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let me know if anything changes. I'm just going to be sitting behind you. If those squiggles start to get really wide, let me know. Right. Oh. You know, so I so I think there's definitely something that we can learn yeah. in in patient advocacy also is patient interaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have to interact with them and treat them as normal human beings with things that they can talk about. You know, there are, it, it is surprising how many um, elderly folks are up on today's stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. They are into technology. I've met ones that are better, you know, PS4 gamers than me. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, you're cool. Yeah, I just got the new Far Cry 6. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, but think about it, how you're not going to go and talk to a five-year-old patient the same way you talk to you know, a 30-year-old patient, the same way you're not going to do that to an 80-year-old patient. Right. You adapt to your patient. Right. And yeah. and I think the fallback is that we always, you know, we, we always hear that, oh, as we get older, we revert back to childhood because that's where the memory goes. And I feel no. like... Well, I mean, I get it. To yeah. a certain extent. To a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. My point is that I feel like because we've heard that so often... As providers, we treat them as children. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, you, you walk know? in. Oh, they're old. They must be. Oh, hey, how you doing? Exactly. No, no. Well, and I talk no. to yeah, Meanwhile, this dude like stormed the beach of freaking Normandy, and he's like, "How the fuck you think I'm doing?" Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you so, know? so I, I definitely think there's, there's takeaways in treating them at the age that they actually are. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, I know, you know, administrators probably won't want me to say this, but. Yeah, when and honestly, this goes for any patient. If you are with a patient, treat your patient, talk to your patient, be there for your patient, and after you drop them off at the hospital, you can go back into your ambulance and you can sit there and do your chart. You don't have to run quick, get back in service, fuck all that shit. You, <laughs> if you have a chart to write, write your fucking chart in the ambulance. I mean, granted, or at least get it started, get it that's going. That's what we used to and do. then get going. You used you know? to have to write the chart at the hospital before you yeah, left. You, before yeah. you left, I you remember. Used to have to leave it, yeah. yeah. I'm, but that's how I'm I met that my guys. wife. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, that's, but that's my point. <laughs> you know, they, they, everyone gets in this, this mindset of, oh, I got to get back in service, get back in service. No, you don't. Okay, you're there for patient care. Take care of your fucking patient. When you're done, you okay. Start your chart. Get get some of your drop downs done. All that stuff. Do your narrative later. Whatever. But yeah. you know, if, if, if that's your thing, oh, I got to get my chart. Got to get my chart. Okay, well. Take that a minute, breathe. Yeah, that chart don't exist while your patient's in the back of the yeah, room. Yeah, get what you need to get and then leave. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, that's my point. I'm sure all the administrators now hate my guts. Meh. So, eh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I'm used to it. Go live. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I think that was a good one. I think that it's something we don't really talk about a lot, um, even though most of the people we deal with are geriatric. And it's really very different it. how yeah. you see other providers handle each situation. Mm. So I think it's worth a conversation. For now, sure. the only thing that I could bring up, just listening to how well this this crew did yeah, interacting did well. with this gentleman, you know, shows an incredible amount of professionalism and positive leadership. Mm. Now, imagine if it was 
the paramedic on our last call. Oh my oh, goodness! He was right? Imagine, in the throat. imagine how negative leadership would have gone. Yeah. In this type of situation, like probably I, got stabbed. I'm, like <laughs> just I a, paid for that. <laughs> right. But seriously, like he deserved it. You know, right. it I is. Really like, Dude, you had it coming. <laughs> right. Right. Like right. you totally deserve it. Yep. You know. But I couldn't imagine going in, oh, yep, yep, he's an asshole. Fuck, he's an asshole. Like, now I got to right. fucking deal with him. Yeah. Here's I'm going to fucking get my ketamine out. Like, he's going to be going down in a fucking second. Yeah, and, and, you know? think, and how many people do we know that are like that? Exactly. That, and oh, that's why I bring me, it up. Oh, they, they, so well, they would have walked Great. in with a syringe in their out. hand. Right. Like, all right, if you say one curse word, you raise your voice once, that's I'm going to dart you. Yep. Get the fuck out of here. But, but again, we can't just, you know ignore the fact that that actually does happen. Yeah. I know. Right? Yeah. And sad. and it really is sad because we have to sit there and go in with a clear mind. Right. And make our own assumptions about everything. You know? Yeah. Kelsey, you're looking at me. Yeah, just the other day, Emily and I had a patient, and there was another provider who quite literally said, just hold her arm down. Oh, God. Instead of just, you know, talking, talking to, to her and explaining right. what we're doing because she's scared. She has no idea where she is. She has no idea what happened. And now we're going to cause, inflict pain on her. But no, we're just going to hold her down. Yeah. No. There's definitely, there are ways to go about our job yeah. that don't have to be influenced by cop-like tactics. And, that, and that's ultimately what holding someone down and darting them in the arm Yes, it's a cop like tactic. Well, and that's the other yeah. thing. Like, you're on their time. Mm -hmm. Assuming there's no pressing medical issue that's time sensitive, like, yeah. you're on their time. There's yeah. no rush. I know you want to go back to bed. Take your time, go at their pace. It'll make them so much more comfortable. Absolutely. Right. And that call is not about you. No. It is not about your lunch that you left. None the, of this is about you. The this Netflix job is not that about you, you. want to watch. Right. Right. And I think and, that's, that's another And we need to stop. Stop the narrative of this business is our is ours. Yeah, right. it is Not. our patients. Yeah, we just are there. Think, right, you I are in a was, public service. You serve the public. Well, I think that was the, that's another big yeah big thing is you know like and as soon as you said that all I could think about was this this one call I did years ago and I was on a BLS crew and my partner is when I still an EMT and uh, and my partner and I went to a nursing home to do a transfer. To this woman was didn't want to take her meds, so they were sending her out to the hospital. Because that's not your God-given right? And, and Seriously. But, I mean, it, it was, like, my partner started fuming the moment he heard that. Right, and because like, it's a waste of I'm, their time, and I'm right? Like, I'm like, what the fuck do you care? Right. Oh, and because it was his turn to take the call, right? So I'm in the hallway making the cot up, getting ready. He goes into the room. He's in there for 10 seconds. And all of a sudden, I hear this this little old lady voice go, why are you being so mean to me? Oh, that's heartbreaking. And then I hear his voice, well, why the fuck ain't you taking your meds? I went, whoa, shit. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I ran in there. I was like, oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Er, flag on the play. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. <laughs> you know? Like, it, like, he was legit fucking, like, yelling at her. Yeah. And I'm like, here, dude, I'll, I'll take it. Just go. I got to tell you, go home. That's why I jobs. That's yeah. why I tech most of the calls I go on when I'm BLS is because I don't want my partner to feel make the patient feel like they're an inconvenience to us right. because it doesn't fucking matter yeah. if you are aren't an inconvenience to us because we're here for you. Yeah. And I will take ninety percent of BLS calls because I don't trust my partner enough to do that, <laughs> nice. yeah. which is really sad. Yeah. You know, in in the grand scheme of things, that's really sad because I'm sure there's a lot of providers out there with the same mindset. Yeah, I mean, you we know? always say you know it's it's not 
you know, our emergency, it's their emergency. Okay, well, that, that, that that's that's all fine and dandy, but yeah, how about... How about when it's not an emergency? You know, it, like, like I, I say this all the time, when I'm sitting there for, you know, I'm at 55 minutes waiting for a, a bed at the hospital, and, you know, a nurse comes by and is like, no, you guys are still waiting, I'm, I'm so sorry, we're, we, you know, we're still working on that room, and I, my immediate response is, hey, I'm paid by the hour. Right, okay. okay. I'm good. Yeah. You do. You guys do you. Let me my know. My patient's not dying. Yep. Let me know when we're ready. Yep. You know, that's the attitude you gotta have. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, you're getting paid no matter what. Right. All right. Just even if you get it, out late, it has nothing to do with you. Just right. You know, okay. Yep. Uh, they want to. They don't want to take their meds. Whatever. Fucking let's go. Exactly. You know. You oh, know. You and w- you just want to get out of the hospital or, or get out of the facility. Great. Let's go. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Yep. You let's know. Go. Me too. <laughs> okay. I, Right? I want to get out of here too. Yeah. Just, you know, Let's go now. This Come place on. smells like piss. I want to go. <laughs> the floor is sticky. I don't understand. <laughs> and it's every floor. <laughs> Except the dementia floor. Go figure. <laughs> right? <laughs> Why is it so slippery down there? Go! <laughs> <laughs> <No! laughs> Sorry. Had oh, to. Oh, yeah. We just descended that one right through the <laughs> gates of hell. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so, question for the table. Ooh. What do you do when, well, not what do you do, but, like, your best tactics when the opposite. It's not that the patient just wants to escape the nursing home. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're actually targeted. sick, <laughs> but they don't want to go. And their reason is, you know, I'm afraid my, or they're not in a nursing home, and their reason is I'm afraid if I go to the hospital, my kids are going to put me in a nursing home. So or they're going to shove me in the corner and forget about so me. So what I do. Or I don't want to go to the hospital because so my husband died last time. So first and foremost, yeah, or, and rem- remember, anytime we go to a nursing home, oh, you're the people that kill all my friends that are here. Yeah. Because yeah. you take them out and they never come back. Right. So, I mean, that's another thing yeah. you have to think about. These, th- this notion. is what these people are yeah. thinking when they see us come in. But so normally what I do is I, first and foremost, what is their mentation? What is their baseline? Are they alert and oriented times four? If they are, that's. That's going to set the tone of where this is going to go. Um, so if they're alert and oriented and they know everything that's going on, I will then attempt to sweet talk <laughs> them to go. Please, pretty please with sugar on top. If everything fails, hey, you know what? They're their own person. I Unless they've got, you know, their, their rights have been stripped from them for some reason or they're in prison, I, I don't know. You know, hey, I'm not, no, I can't take them. I, I don't kidnap people. If they're not oriented, then that's, you know, that's a completely different story. And then you really have, you try the sweet talking and, and all that, and you wait, you, you burn up, uh, as you know, you don't even look at the clock, forget it, because you're, you're probably going to be there a while, you know, yeah. dealing with them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you just try every angle, you know, always stress the fact that, you know, we just want to make sure you're okay, you know, we want to get you checked out, we want to, you know, they can't test your, you know, your labs here. We need to get them to draw some blood and check your lab. We're, that's always one I kind of fall back to because it's obvious and it's, and it's, I'm not lying, you know? So they go, okay, yeah, well, yeah, they got to take my blood. The right. other thing too is a lot of these people think that, oh, I'm in the nursing home and they say I have to go, or I'm in, you know, going to a hospital, they say I have to go to a nursing home. So I always educate them. Like you don't ever have to do anything you don't want to. Assuming that's that true. they're, you know, have the capacity to right, make their right, own decisions. Right. It's, it's their healthcare decision. It's their decision. So I always say, like, I will fight for you to be an idiot, but I will make sure that you're an educated idiot about your decision. Mm-hmm. So you want an RMA and you have a massive semi, I'm going to make sure you know exactly what that means. But if you still don't want to go, that's your choice. Oh, right. I'm not going to take that away from yeah, you. We had, yeah. Her and I had one that, uh, the, the, 
oh, he's he's having difficulty breathing. We get there and he's watching TV, and we're like, right, "How's your breathing?" He's like, "It's fine." <laughs> okay, uh, answer all my questions. Yep, answers all the questions. Okay, you want to go to the hospital? No, no. Okay, well, sign here. Bye bye. Yeah. And then they fucking f- the nursing flipped the fuck out. Called our boss. Oh, I'm sure they have to. They go. made shit up. They're like, oh, they were fucking. They just shoved this paperwork in his yeah. face and all this. I'm like, wow, really? Good yeah, stuff. it's it's really sad. So I have probably the best way of talking anybody into going anywhere besides calling them a widow, like Emily does. Well, so I let one I let, time Kelsey. I let Emily do that, but I also <laughs> you've worked with me long enough that I don't lie to any of my patients, and I will literally if they're if I feel like they're not going to make it through the night, I will gladly tell them, "You are about to meet." Your maker. like Just rephrase that. Just say, you, you will tell them. Huh? Don't take joy in it. <laughs> oh, sorry. I will gladly tell them. <laughs> hey! You know, look. I got the fucking, you know, the kazoo's going, the freaking flags are waving. You're not going to make Savage. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Um, you honestly kind of sounded like Hades and um, Hercules there. <laughs> so what I was going to say was, what I typically you will get the do. the barbershop quartet to come in. You know, play us out, Johnny. <laughs> no, no, no. No, even better. Even, even better. Even better. What I do is I like to reach into my bag and pull out a Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin <laughs> Broken Skull IPA. IPA. Give it Absolutely. to them. Oh, and, uh, and this way, they go. can just chill. Yeah. And, uh, just make sure that's in the rig check. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You know, Six and back acquired. There you go, and uh, and and then they're then they're nice and chill, and they don't give a fuck. And cool, bye. I mean, look for their family in the area. Like right. I'm you not just keep, against. Just keep giving it to them until they get older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they have no choice. Emily's like, "Fuck you and your Stone Cold IPA." Yeah. let's go back to real talk. Sorry. We, we talked about this for twenty best minutes. Uh, family <sighs> member ever. I don't know, like a month ago, and this kid should go to law school. He's oh. arguing. With his mother. And he's like, well, why don't you want to go? And she gives him a reason. He's like, that's a not a valid reason. That doesn't count. We're going. Like totally like Vinny. Oh, seriously. Yeah. So it was This dude wow. was amazing. I literally looked at him and I was like, dude, I'll give you a job. I'm not even yeah. the boss. I will give you a job. And the only job you will have is to take patients and make them go to the hospital. Right. That is your one and only job. Is that this the same Kelly who sold Jack as beans? beans? Every <laughs> excuse that she came up with. He had some rhetoric for it, and he's like, she's like, well, I don't want to go with them. Fine, then I'll drive you. Oh, this dude was brilliant. He had Literally brilliant. And it was like immediate. Immediate. But you know what? That goes to show that, like, most people don't want to go to the hospital. It's not a real reason. It is fear. Yeah. They're afraid because the last time they went, a loved one died. They're afraid of hospitals. They don't want to lose their home. It's an inconvenience. I mean, this this lady literally was like, I don't want to go because I spent eight hours there the last time. Right. But and that's that was not even it. a real reason. But to her, so it was. That was. But that's what I'm saying. She is afraid. She doesn't want to lose her time. She doesn't mm-hmm. want to lose her stuff. She do, you, They don't want to lose their independence. She got right. a new dog or something that she didn't want to leave alone. Yep. That would be my excuse. Yep. I can't leave um, my puppies. Don't worry. The son offered to bring the puppy to his girlfriend's house on the way to the hospital. It's not my well, house. He had it covered. It no, was. it's not my house. That would not be a sufficient. This kid was legit. rhetoric for it. That's awesome. Gold. But it's. You know, they don't want to go because it's fear. So dive down into that and see if you can alleviate some yeah. of that. Yep. Yeah. I have oh, pretty good luck convincing people to go. Yeah. When I tell them, like, they're going to be a widow. 
My favorite is when he goes, I'm on for the next 24 hours. I'll be back again. Yep. Yeah. Or my cardiac patients, hey, I'm 34 with a with a pacemaker. Do you want to end up like me? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like 93. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's go back in time. Like, are you Grover Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> the first or the second time? Right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Good so, one. Uh, so if that's it, we're going to wrap up. Um, and uh, I think... I'm hoping that the uh, the leadership discussion continues into December with Lisa and uh, and Robbie. I think that is going to be a really interesting conversation because we can actually talk about how you know individuals can become better leaders. We can talk about how agencies can breed better leaders uh, and and put in you know policies that help out the leadership so they become a better leader. Um, and uh, I think that'll be a very, a very, a very, <laughs> thank you, Kelsey. Um, <laughs> I was getting there. It brings uh, me so much joy. She's like, ding. We need to move her seat so she can't reach the ding buzzer. <laughs> You're too slow on it. Somebody's <laughs> got to do it. That's going to be your job. The ding buzzer. Um, but, uh, but till next time again. A very happy uh, Thanksgiving to everybody. If you're going to join us on Patreon, that is on the 23rd. We have a very interesting call review that's going to it's gonna take place years ago to where a lot of the current treatments that we do now weren't in an existence. Was Ooh. I alive? No. Uh, yes, you were alive. So it wait. wasn't like 1992. Oh, I was this born is, in 2002. This isn't as far back as having to call in and get orders for D5W and transport immediately. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, this was this was probably, I would say, about 15 or so years ago. Okay, so, I was uh, so mass uh, pants, D5W, and transport immediately. <laughs> that gives me chest pain because I was actually working at EMS at that point. Yep, yep. You and I both. Oh, 15, Whatever. 15 you and I both. Years ago? Yeah, no. Fifteen Not years me. ago. So it, it's a really interesting. I'm I'm hoping that we're going to have a really interesting discussion because you guys are going to be like, I want to do this, and I'll be like, they don't have it. So what no. are you going to do now? You know, and right uh, and I it. think it'll lend itself to uh, to a good discussion. So if you're not a Patreon, get on there and uh, you can listen to all four episodes that'll be on uh, November 23rd. So till next time, guys, stay safe. Munchkins. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you'd like more information on the podcast or to send us a call to review, visit medicmaterials.com forward slash podcast. To learn more information, like us on Facebook at Medic Materials EDU or watch our weekly instructional videos on the Medic Materials YouTube channel.